Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It might seem completely natural to the rangers who work in Joshua Tree National Park in California, but to the rest of us, it's another sign of 2020, the year of the apocalypse. Those park rangers last week were forced to clear out and close down two different areas of the park, including one campground, because of honeybees. Swarms of them attacking parkgoers as soon as they got out of their car. The park rangers say that they're just looking for a place to get a drink of water because they're thirsty. It's dry season in the desert, and with the natural sources of water gone, the bees have, uh, well, they're now swarming water bottles and even the condensation from car air conditioners. It just keeps going, Cliff. Going and going. <laughs> oh, I'm going to add to that bad news. Oh, you are, huh? Uh-huh. Okay. I got my test results back yesterday afternoon. Yeah. And I've tested positive uh-huh. for I'm sick of this 20. Yes, right. <laughs> I'm sick of this 20. I may or may not be contagious, Cliff. I don't really know. They couldn't tell me whenever they gave me the results. But um, yeah, I'm sure I'm not the only one that's ready for something well, good to happen. Just do me a favor and put a mask on. <laughs> oh, I will, I, will, I will. It's another hot day, and that's yeah. why I'm doing today's program wearing a tiny Speedo. I made you look. I made you look. No one. You looked. <laughs> no, I did not. Yes, you did. No. No. <laughs> no. Not only did I not look, no one wants to look. <laughs> okay. All right. You yeah. know, Cliff, you kind of dogged me on my Speedo look, but I have places that look pretty good. Places. There's places <laughs> of me that look pretty good. You want to know uh, which ones they are? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, okay. All right. Well, okay. I'll, we'll just go on with music <laughs> no. then. No no one wants to know. We'd given the events of 2020, it would seem likely that there would be some people who'd be apprehensive about driving through something like, say, the Lincoln Tunnel that collects man- or connects Manhattan to New Jersey. But yet, even today, it seems to be happening in great numbers. So let's see how that's going. Now, that Lincoln Tunnel runs under the Hudson River and is about 95 feet underwater at its deepest point and over 100,000 vehicles a day use it. But the drivers of some of those cars Tuesday saw something that I'm sure increased their pucker factor about tenfold, and it didn't help when the Port Authority a few minutes later issued an emergency notification that traffic would be stopped so crews could make an emergency repair to the tunnel. Video later posted on Twitter by some of those drivers of massive amounts of water leaking into the roadway, sloshing over a walkway and then down onto the pavement. One of those who posted that video narrated it by saying, well, that's concerning. (laughs) I'm pretty sure there's a movie about this and everybody dies. Officials, though, later said the gushing water wasn't a leak from the outside. It was from a water main break. I wouldn't believe that, though, (laughs) if I was driving through there. Would you? I'd be hard-pressed to. My first thought is the (laughs) entire Hudson Bay is coming in on us. Cliff, I'm sure you've seen this. Everybody's talking about it. The lady in California that looks, I mean, spot-on like Jennifer Aniston. No, I have not seen that. You've not seen that? I have not seen that. If she's not 
identical to Jennifer Aniston. She could yeah. easily pass as her uh, sister. There's no way around that. She looks pretty doggone close. She hmm. looks so much like Jennifer Cliff yeah. that Angelina Jolie is trying to steal her husband right now. She's already... <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you see the text? Is that what you're looking at, Cliff? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm looking at. Apparently, you've been uh, called out. I saw that. I don't know how to take that, oh, really. Well, I mean, and it's kind of ironic that the person who is probably the biggest supporter of your Take It to the Bank segment would call you out and say that it's amazing that you can tell a lie with such a straight voice. I don't know if it's a compliment or not, Cliff. Should I take it as a compliment? Um, no. Is it something I could write on a resume, Cliff, that that's one of my you, talents? You can you can tell a lie with a straight voice? Yes. I don't think so. Like, ask me any question in this interview, and I can tell a lie with a straight voice. <laughs> You're hired. You think so, Cliff? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Your hand drawing hearts on mine. That's kind of romantic right there, Cliff. That whole yeah. song is romantic right there. Christian. Yeah. On the Morning Road Show. He's and, known for his romantic song. Well, that is, and it, you know, it's a really nice song, but yeah. then you find out that romantic kissing is not practiced, Cliff, in 54% of the world's cultures. Over half the world doesn't even <laughs> do romantic kissing. There's no, no lip locking. No, that's hard to believe. Well, not really. I seem to have dated a representative from each one of those countries. <laughs> You know, you go in for the, you know, the you, big move, Cliff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And the head is turned. Uh, at, at a minimum. <laughs> yes. I, I've actually been told yeah. we don't do that in my country. You know, you know what country were they from? She's from <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> so I'm like, I know exactly where you're at. No, yeah. no, we don't yeah. do that. Sorry. I, uh, <laughs> I don't believe it was Illinois. I think it was you. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> well, Weed Mile, while much has been made recently of a scandal involving the super rich, including some Hollywood celebrities who made arrangements for their kids to get into prestigious schools, that may very well just have been the tip of the iceberg. It seems as though that lesser known and perhaps lesser well-to-do but still affluent people are also assisting their kids in financial ways to get better schooling, but perhaps... Perhaps they lack the knowledge that such efforts should be hidden into some form of a scheme that would take investigators years to unravel. Like, say, 57-year-old Karen Littlefair, a socialite from Newport Beach, California, who was sentenced to five weeks in federal prison this week for paying $9,000 to someone who would take four online courses offered by Arizona State in place of her son so that his official school record would catch up so he could graduate on time. Something she probably couldn't have gotten away with, except for one thing. When the person taking the courses only got a C, she asked for a refund of one-third of the money. <laughs> yeah. Strangely, I never get asked to do that for anybody, Cliff. Well, I can't imagine why. <laughs> yeah. There's really no need to uh, text in to us here at that easy-to-remember number, 812-682-0520. Yeah. Well, that really is easy to remember. It is. Well, I wrote it down, Cliff. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yes. Good. There's no need to text in and let us know 
yeah. that you're watching a TV show and not listening to us this morning. We get it. There's no, <laughs> there's no need of that, Cliff. Oh, I mean, see, I totally missed that. Yes. <laughs> One of our listeners is listening to the Today Show and the chicks yeah. are playing. And wanted to make sure, you know, that I knew that that's knew what, yes. That that's what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And I guess my question is, if they've turned the radio off and are watching TV, are they actually one of our listeners? You know, I hadn't even thought of it that way, Cliff. <laughs> A pseudo-listener. How's that? Uh, uh, okay. Good morning, this is Phil McCracken. Oh, it's Phil McCracken. From Ireland, Indiana, right, Phil? Absolutely. Well, all right. Are you ready for these Holiday World tickets, Phil? I'm ready to play the game. All right. Let's see if you can do it. Now, are you feeling confident, Phil? Oh, I'm so confident I don't wear anything under my kilt. Well, I didn't need to know that. Okay. Well, Phil, here we go. I'm going to give you these uh, three statements. You spy the lie, and you're going to win the tickets. Here we go. Number one, the average person loses $150 gambling each year. Number two, the average person will eat 3,000 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in their lifetime. And number three, Phil... It takes 42 coffee beans to make one espresso. Which one is the lie, Phil? I'm going to say number one is the lie today, Reed. You think the average person loses more than 150 or less than 150? I don't know that everybody gambles. Well, of those that do gamble, Phil. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to still go with that. I'm going to say it still. They lose more than that. I don't want you to, you know... Talk you out of it or anything, Phil. Don't, let, don't gonna, let us influence yeah. your decision. Don't let us do that. No, so, you're not going to sway my decision, Weed. I'm a strong Irishman. You're not going to. You're not going to sway my decision. <laughs> no. All right. Well, <laughs> Phil, that is absolutely true. That was the lie. So you've won the Holiday World tickets. Well, that's absolutely wonderful. Now I've got a question for you. Alrighty. What if my real name's not Phil McCrack, and how do I how do I get my ticket? <laughs> Well, legally, under the rules that we operate, you have to show your ID. So does your driver's license say Phil McCracken? Absolutely not. Oh, well, (laughs) I guess we played this game for nothing then, didn't we, Phil? Oh, that's too bad. That's too bad, (laughs) Phil. Oh, I think every every day of my life is a holiday. I think if you come into our studio and you tell them Phil McCracken after they get up off the floor laughing, they'll, they'll, they'll give you the tickets. How's that, Phil? Oh, that'd be wonderful. All right. Well, you have a good day, and thanks for playing, sir. <laughs> All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, I had the perfect song, Cliff. I had it just Oh, no. Right. We'll play it anyway. What the hell? <laughs> I don't know if we should do that or not, though. I mean, it's not really in the rules. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, really? You think we'll get in trouble if we play it? <laughs> Not by me. <laughs> you won't be mad or nothing if we play it? Oh, heck no. I won't be mad at all. All right. Well, we actually didn't have a loser. We had a winner, and we played the punishment yeah. song, Cliff. Can, by your just, suggestion. Let, yeah, I know. I, I suggested to go ahead and play the punishment song anyway. But let me just ask first off, what the hell was that? <laughs> well, that was Garth Brooks. <laughs> Garth Brooks is banned from this program. Oh, that's right. Now I'm going to have so, to play it backwards. No, you don't have to undo it. No, you don't. Yes, I'll play it backwards. How was that? That's not, no, 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 no. Why is it that the only, uh, it's like the song is supposed to be punishment, 
but the only person that got punished by that song was me. Uh, I read the text messages. <laughs> I don't think they liked the song as much as they were anticipating what handle I was going to fly off of when I heard you were playing freaking Garth Brooks. Have you gained any weight, Cliff, since the last no. time you were here? Well, I mean, my pants still fit, so I would assume no. Are they stretch pants? Well, not, I mean, sometimes they are, but when I put on other pants, they're fine. So you think you're okay weight-wise? I believe I'm okay. All right. Well, that's not the norm because uh, the majority of folks during this pandemic have actually gained weight. And I'm afraid I'm in that group, Cliff. Who would have thought? Oh, you, th you think you have, huh? I uh, noticed last night okay. when I took my shirt off, I have a love handle. Just <laughs> one. Just one? I got one on the right side. And I'm thinking, <laughs> Cliff, I might go shirtless a little bit this summer to yeah. see if the ladies like that look. And if they do, I'll go for the pair. If I can get it to come out on the left. I was going to say, how did you work up one love handle? I have a weird-shaped body. I'll, I'll have to admit that finally, Cliff. It's just a little different than most. With, with one love handle. Yeah, you want me to send a picture of it? No, I don't. You no. sure? No, I don't. Yeah, yeah, no, that's no need. No okay. need for that. Well, maybe I'll send one to Phil McCracken <laughs> on the Morning Road Show. I don't know if you've seen this or not, Cliff, but Q-tips, they say, are not made to get your earwax out. You're not supposed to stick a Q-tip in your ear. And, of course, I don't know anybody that doesn't do that. I, I, I agree with you on both counts. I thought uh, that's what they were for, actually. Doctors have long said, don't ever do that. And yet, I don't know how long Q-tips have been on the market. I'm going to guess, you know, 100 years. That's what they're for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and now they've come out with something they call it's even safer than a Q-tip. And this is what okay. everybody is supposed to be using it's called yeah. the safe swab. I had never heard of that until today. The and, safe swab? And you can get it from Amazon, and I looked this thing up. It looks like a toothbrush. It's like a toothbrush. It's got a handle like a toothbrush, yeah. and the tip of it yeah. comes off. Okay. And on the tip of it, you're supposed yeah. to attach this little apparatus yeah. That is corkscrewed like a pig's tail. It's like sticking <laughs> no. a pig's tail in your ear, and you're supposed it's... to rotate it. <laughs> and it augurs out the earwax. I was going to say, have. so it's a, it's a, it's a earwax auger. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you know, Cliff, somebody's going to stick it in too far, and an eardrum's yeah. going to come out of that thing. That's exactly right. Or, you know, does it, does it run on batteries? Is that how that works? I think you do it by hand. Oh, well, I mean, because... You got to remember, righty tighty, lefty loosey. Because if you turn the auger the wrong way, it sends all that earwax even deeper. I never even thought of that. You're exactly right. So righty tighty, lefty loosey. It's probably written on the handle. I didn't look that close, Cliff. I hope it would be. But you you hold it up to your ear and you can't see it. A, and looking That's in the, the mirror, everything's backwards. Everything's back. I mean, so what's worse than you know, right? Trying to use a screwdriver when you can't see the screwdriver and it's upside down and backwards. No, no, nothing's more difficult than that. It's a good thing this, this is, thing isn't electric. I was going to say, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a Q-tip. There you go. <laughs> it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Mm -hmm. And here we go, Cliff. Okay. Well, today in the United States, about 75% of all of us have air conditioning at our homes. Yes. And for an appliance that's become pretty well a necessity for all of us, it surprisingly was invented 
very unconcerned about any human comfort. <laughs> At the turn of the 20th century, humidity yeah. threatened the reputation of a quality color printing operation in Brooklyn, New York. And after two summers of brutal heat, the company found that, uh, well, their prints were coming out blurry. And they needed something to cool off their building so that the prints they were trying to make money off of were actually acceptable. Okay. And in walked a man named Willis Carrier. Mm-hmm. Experimental and the, Engineer Deluxe. <laughs> and the rest, as they say... Is history. He came up with a primitive cooling system to reduce the humidity just around that gigantic printing press that they had in that store. Okay. And after a while, Cliff, yeah, the people around the printer that worked on it said, Hey, this feels pretty good. Can you make it better? <laughs> and being the experimental engineer that he was, of course I can. Yes, he can. Even though he had no idea. To, but he figured it out. He figured it out. And, of course, yeah. everyone and their brother has heard of carrier heating and cooling. Is that not right, Cliff? That's absolutely correct. And he's the guy that started it, all because a printing machine was running too hot. And all of that you can take straight to the bank. And I'm turning the air conditioning down just a touch here, Cliff, in, <laughs> in honor, honor of <laughs> Willis Carrier right now. <laughs> I think I should join a circus, Cliff. Diff <laughs> Why would you say that? Well, a different one from the one I'm in right now. Oh, you mean this one? <laughs> yes, because of, because of that text message that came in about my hands. Oh, oh, oh that one. I've never heard it um, described like that before, Cliff. Well, I mean, let me just can I just do the background so everyone knows what we're talking sure, about. Sure, go ahead. There was there was a a listener who visited the radio station a couple of days ago. And he just texted and said, it was very good to see you. Uh, I was not there, clearly. But he was, though, disappointed that you could not shake hands because of the pandemic. And the last time he visited, he really enjoyed the handshake because shaking hands with weed is like uh, shaking hands with a surgical glove filled with the softest mashed potatoes ever. I'm known for that soft touch, Cliff. Is that not true? Yeah. He's First not... off, there's some bromance going on there, Ralph. <laughs> well, <laughs> sadly, he's not the first man that's ever told me that, Cliff. I've okay. had a long list of men tell me that same thing. You, it's it's like shaking hands with a surgical glove filled with the softest mashed potatoes ever. Yeah, that's kind of sad, isn't it? That's kind of sad. But that comes that's, from a lot a of compliment. That comes yeah. from a lot of candy bar opening, Cliff. You just use the what tips. Yes. Yeah. I wonder how I could do okay. to. I wonder what I could do to uh, roughen these suckers up a little bit. I don't know. Maybe if you did open that uh, circus sideshow where you would just charge money to shake hands. Kind of like Lucy on Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah. The doctor is in. Five cents. <laughs> Five cents to shake. Yeah. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure someone made a movie about this and everybody dies. <laughs> 2020, here we come. Number two, I'm doing the program today in a Speedo, which we, when you said that, I thought registered a uh, number two on the just-in-time-for-breakfast rating <laughs> oh, system. Oh, oh, oh. That's harsh. And the yeah, right. Uh -huh. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, the only one punished was me. <laughs> you know, Cliff, 
Just because yeah. of that number two comment. Yeah. Guess who's getting a picture here in about two minutes? Oh, no. You, of you in a Speedo? Yes. Uh, how about you send that to Ralph? If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.